Hello, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. Um, I did my nails better. Look at them. Oh, they're very, very nice. Thank you. Boop, boop, boop. Um, I have no, I have nothing to say. My life is just a wedding. Oh, well, someone's doing work right outside my window. Hopefully, nobody can hear that. I'll just. Uh... If you didn't mention it, it probably could have gone away with it. But well, you if if no if it if it's not hard, you could just cut that out. True. But if it is, sorry. There's been a <laughs> lake in the middle of our parking lot right outside my door. Ooh. Yeah. Well, have you read anything? Yes, actually, I have. <gasps> Ooh la la! What are you reading? So I read um, "I Hate Men" by Pauline Hermange. Uh huh. It's a feminist book they tried to ban in France. Oh. Um, where it's talking about how like feminists and lesbians have been accused of hating men. Maybe there's a reason for that. <laughs> because sexism. Anyways, I thought it was a nice read. Um, it was translated by Natasha Lehrer, um, and published by HarperCollins, so, nice. uh, in the family. Um, very short, very nice short book. I, I wanted some more statistics, I think, in it, but other than that, yeah, it was a nice read. That's good. Um, and she wasn't a turf, so that was oh, important. Oof. That's a bit, that's a hard um, thing about, like, reading feminist literature is making sure they're not turfs. And she's not, so this was good. Yay. Um, and then, of course, of course, of course, I read the newest Warrior Cat book that came out on November 9th. Oh, are you still working on Leopard Star? Oh, yeah, I still haven't finished Leopard Star's Honor. And that's fine. Whoops. But I did read A Light in the Mist, which was the final book of the seventh series. I fell asleep 70 pages in. Oh. But, but then I got back up and finished it. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, maybe we should just leave it at that then. No, I got back up. It, um... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the first part, I thought, was a little bit of a drag. Um... It surprised me. It surprised me. So... Kudos, kudos to the team for actually surprising me with uh, one of the decisions they made. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's all. You know, I don't, and no, no spoilers. Right, right. We're 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 against spoilers unless you're like haven't read the first or second series. <laughs> that's all our yeah. podcast is then. Um, but uh, yeah. So so I I read that. I read it in a night. Um, nice. My I... wife was fine. I'm still working on Harrow the Ninth, as you know. Of course. Yes. But I'm also, I think I mentioned before, I try to really read a poem before going to bed. And I don't know if I mentioned the one I'm reading now, because I did finish um, Edmund St. Vincent Millay's collection. And now I'm reading Mm -hmm. Christina Rossetti's Goblin Market and Other Poems, the unabridged version. It's very pretty. Um, I like it. Oh. And just the title, like, I got it at a used bookstore. um, And just the title got me. yeah. They're they're long poems. Well, the first the Goblin Market is a long poem. So, and it's the first poem. And it's like mm, 15 pages long. Oh, wow, that is a long poem. So, I, I skipped Goblin Market to read like when I <laughs> I'm not going to bed cuz their poems are like half pages long or like a page long. So. Yeah. Yeah, so far I like it though. Yeah. That's it's good. It's classic English poetry. Um Yeah. Well, I guess there's nothing to do it but to do it. Let's. Do you want to get into it? Yeah, because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? sister but lost a father um oh yeah we also lost a child which you ripped that baby also off. lost a baby yeah um, i had i had like thoughts about that while i was editing because we like mentioned like at least that would make like the journey easier but at the same time i'm like 
it won't make the journey easier it'll make it harder you know yeah because like, fern it, cloud is so heartbroken yeah and and so is probably uh daddy um yeah dust pelt da- daddy dust pelt um but also they're there i mean is their last kit the only kit left in the in the clan currently uh no they have spider paw and shrew paw from yeah. their first litter so so they have those two yeah so we're still waiting but for yes the s- last one is yeah so our our uncle father gray stripe was kidnapped um after bravely saving yep. everyone um funkle gray stripe yeah. funkle <laughs> but unfortunately <sighs> now and we're still waiting for the message from a dying warrior which could be anyone. Yeah. And could be anyone. And I think that's kind of what we're it's kind of what we're dealing with. I mean, still dealing with two legs, like being crawling all yeah. over like past. So I guess not, let's get into it. Oh, Fern Cloud, I'm so sorry. One by one, the clan gathered above the nursery in grim silence. Cinderpelt tells Leafpaw to get poppy seeds. Ferncloud can't waste what little energy she has grieving. Just drug her. Yeah, I mean, but she's still got a kid to feed. I like how their their medicine kind of reminds me of like how medicine is in like, uh, like historical fiction, where it's like, oh, get her the smelling salts. <laughs> Well, while she's getting them, Firestar comes up with mouse fur and Brambleclaw and asks how Ferncloud is. He didn't think it would get this bad so soon. StarClan, what can he do to help these cats? Mouse fur says last night was so cold. The poor little mite didn't have enough flesh on her bones to make it. <laughs> you don't have to, uh, like, you don't have to offend the child. They're already dead. Leafpaw reminds her that Birchkit survived, and they must do everything they can to make sure Ferncloud can feed him properly. Firestar says the nights will only get colder. And Brambleclaw says if they are to leave, they should go soon, before the snowfall makes the mountains too difficult to cross. But Firestar points out that he won't leave without the other clans. When Leafpaw gets back to Ferncloud, Cody is there, and Leafpaw gently prompts her that Maybe she should be outside. Yeah. But Cody says she thought she could help. She lost a litter once. A whole litter? That's so sad. Wait, who said that? Cody. Oh. I thought Cody was Well, Cody... Cody explains that they didn't die. Her housefolk sent them to new homes. Yeah, being a kitty pet is, like, kind of heartbreaking. Also, spay your pets. I know that- Spay them. I guess it's just, like, it just doesn't, like, happen. Like, it doesn't- They won't have this technology in, in fantasy Europe. In fantasy. In fantasy yeah. Britain in this world. I mean, but they do, because, like- Oh, yeah, they Smudge and Henry. It. Yeah. <sighs> but she felt the loss just as badly. Leafpaw asks how she could possibly forgive her house folks for that. Well, Cody says kitty pets don't usually raise their kits. They chose good homes for them, and they wouldn't have known that she missed them so much. Ferncloud is fretting, writhing on the cold stone and moaning. Cinderpelt tells her that Hollykit is with StarClan. She'll never know cold or hunger again. Oh, she's probably going to be best friends with, with Blue Star's baby. Yeah. I hope there's like a like kitty pet daycare up there. A, kid, a little kitten daycare. Yeah, they don't know They anything. never age. Oh, gosh. Oh. You're just baby forever. Stop. Well, Ferncloud wails that she tried her best. She did. Why couldn't she have died instead? Firestar okay. tells her that Ooh. there would have been no one left to look after Birchkit. Yeah. She must have courage. Firestar says he's so sorry about Hollykit. They will make sure Birchkit survives. Birchkit must survive. Okay, Friend Cloud cool. hisses. Uh, I get it. Like, I get it. 
Okay, let's yeah. take it. Let's take a deep breath, girl. Getting stressed won't help. Cinderpelt pushes the poppy seed to her. It will soothe her pain. And Ferncloud looks uncertainly at the seed. Cody insists that she eat it. She needs all her strength for her kit. <laughs> Cody is like, I don't even know what that is, honey. You should eat it. Like, I I literally just got here. You guys don't even like me, but I I have I've seen some stuff in these past couple days. Well, Firestar had heard Leafpaw brought back a kitty pet. Is this her? Cody says yes and urges Ferncloud to eat the seed again. Firestar apologizes that he can't offer her a place of safety, but that it's more dangerous to travel alone. <laughs> Once he like... has a free warrior, he'll have her escorted home. She's kind of like, listen, man, listen, I haven't known safety since I left my two legs. So I'm, I'm a wild <laughs> cowgirl now. And I'm in love with your daughter. What? Yep, you heard me. Well, Firestar asks if Ferncloud and Birchkit will be alright. Cinderpelt says Birchkit was always the strongest of the three. Firestar leaves them. Cody says that she'll stay with Ferncloud. They have many cats to look after, and there's little Cody can do for the rest of the clan. But she can take care of Ferncloud. She'll make sure that she eats the seed, and she'll look after Birchkit while Ferncloud sleeps. Yeah. That's so nice of Cody. Yeah, thanks, Cody. Sure you don't want to stick around? She's like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'd rather go home where there's a bed <sighs> and warmth and guaranteed food. Food? Yeah. The clan is huddled in small groups, faces grave. Leafpaw pads into the woods to breathe in the smells of the forest. She smells Squirrelpaw and Brambleclaw. They're talking about leaving and the sign that never came. Leafpaw announces her presence. Hey guys. They spring apart. Don't make out in front of me. Gross. <sighs> Brambleclaw asks if she heard them speaking. And he asks if Midnight could have been wrong. Oh, jeez. Leafpaw wants her to be. She wants to stay in the forest where she was born. But Starclaim wouldn't have risked their lives on that journey for nothing. I hope. It, it's, it, <laughs> that'd be I, a... I'm, I'm starting to question it, and I don't like that, but you know. <laughs> yeah, that would not be a cool move, for be sure. pretty oh, no. uncool, guys. They're like, we just wanted you to meet this, like, this cool, uh, uh, yeah. this cool badger. Look at this badger. She speaks cat. Yeah, huh. She lives by the sea. It's beautiful. We wanted you to see the ocean. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? No! Oh my god. We almost drowned. Like, multiple times. Well, Leafpaw asks them if it's Starclan they doubt, or themselves. Oh. Brambleclaw says they were sure Starclan would show them the way. Taking the clan away from their home is such a big responsibility. Leafpaw says in the end it'll be Firestar's decision. And Squirrelpaw asks fondly, when did she get to be so wise? And Leafpaw teases back, how did she get to be so brave and noble? Yay, sisters! Sisters! <laughs> I'm glad we actually get, like, a little bit of sibling here. I know it's because, like, they're their main characters, but... Yeah. It'd be hilarious in the later books where they're side characters, they just are like... Yeah, that's remember how that's girl Paul's sister. She's dead. Like, haha, we don't even care. Like they treat every other sibling. <gasps> they actually do get better about siblings going forward. Better. I don't know if it was maybe because like Firestar didn't have any. He had main character syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, and also no family. Well, besides his sister, but whatever. He he had to grow his family. You don't you don't have a family store bought. It's fine. Well, Leafpaw feels a surge of happiness being with her sister again. Then remembers Ferncloud and Greystripes and gets sad. <laughs> oh, jeez. Leafpaw asks if they decide to leave, what about Greystripe? Squirrelpaw assures her Greystripe will find them, wherever they are. Yeah, that you can't stop that guy. He's, uh, like, no. like we, I know we dunk He's on him, force. but, like, that man is unstoppable. <laughs> Unstoppable boy. Leafpaw asks, who will be deputy? 
Brambleclaw insists that Graystripe is still their deputy. No, we gotta we gotta pick a new one by tonight, or else I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what Starkline's gonna do to us. Because it'd be like a really jerk move after everything that's happening that they're like, oh yeah, I know that you guys like your entire like world is being destroyed, but also you're not following our little rules. Um, so here's like a plague or something. <laughs> Though a plague of mice would be very useful. Oh, even yes, even frogs falling from the sky. Nice. I don't think we've eaten a frog in this series, but like, Shadow Clan eats frogs. There we go. Nasty. Anyway, but yeah. We, we should probably just pick a deputy just to be safe, because, like, at this point, I don't even know. Squirrelpaw says she wishes she'd asked Graystripe something before they lost him. He had greeted them by saying, Fire and Tiger have returned. That was kind of weird. That was just, like, a weird thing to say. <laughs> Overall, kind of No weird. context. That was a weird thing to say. Leafpaw doesn't know if she should tell them, but Squirrelpaw sees that she knows something, so Leafpaw does tell them about it. <laughs> but Leafpaw says no one really believed they would harm the clan. No one actually believed that, you know, except, like, Firestar, like, kept you two away from each other. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, uh... Well, Brambleclaw growls. Is she sure that they won't destroy the clan? Of course we wouldn't, Squirrelpaw rounds on him, angry and confused. Not on purpose, Brambleclaw says, but it's them. And they want to lead the clan away from the forest on a long, dangerous journey. They don't even know where they're going. So, I mean, valid. Yeah. Well, the three of them return to Sunning Rocks with prey, and Leafpaw asks Cinderpelt how Ferncloud is. She's resting now, and Cody is taking good care of her. Mousefur says she's not bad for a kitty pet. Yeah, do we actually need to have a, like, person go and guide her home? I think she's, like, good. <laughs> well, and that's a- Mousefur's usually uh, pretty prejudiced, I think, so that's uh, pretty good for her. Nice. Mousefur. Maybe Mousefur could good. use a girlfriend. Oh. Pretty sure Mousefur is ace. Oh. She can still yeah. have a girlfriend. Well, yes, she can still have a girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, maybe she, you mean like a uh, a romantic too? Yeah, I guess I don't know the extent of it. She's just like not interested. Only in mouse friend. Any. She's like, I won't want friends, no. and that's it. Maybe, maybe not even friends. Yeah, I guess I'll have colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> well, Leafpaw has to ask Cinderpelt something, but she dreads the answer. She asks Ferncloud, or no, sorry. She asks if Ferncloud is going to lose her other kit. Oh my god. Okay, like we can't. Ooh, ooh, okay. Jeez. But Cinderpelt assures her that Birch Kit is strong for now. And with only one mouth to feed, Ferncloud will have an easier time keeping him fed. Mousefur says he won't last the winter if they stay up here. Dustpelt is heading towards them, and Mousefur looks up in alarm. She hopes he didn't hear that. <laughs> He's mourned enough today. Whoops. Despelt did hear. Okay. And he agrees. They must leave the forest. So Despelt's now on board. Oh. Before, he was pretty adamant about staying. Oh. But now he raises his voice so that it rang across the rocks. And he says they must leave the forest as soon as they can. Mousefur stands and says before they can leave, they'll need a new deputy. Mousefur's like, and I volunteer. All right, wrap it up. Firestar says ThunderClan has a deputy. <laughs> when Graystripe returns, he won't find another cat in his place. He turns to Dustpelt and says he's glad he agrees, but they can't leave without the other clans. Dustpelt says he has one kit left, and he'll die if they stay. Okay. They'll probably all die. Dustpelt says the other clans can come when they're ready. ThunderClan is ready now. 
Firestar holds his gaze and insists that they can't leave yet. And Cinderpelt adds that Ferncloud needs rest. Brambleclaw points out that Star Clan sent a cat from each clan, so they must want them to travel together. Yeah, because they're like, listen, you all will die on your own. Not to be rude, but it's true. Yeah. Firestar announces that they will have all patrols be hunting patrols. They aren't under threat from any clan. Except for They'll River find Clan, enough food maybe. in the forest. River Clan's well fed enough. Yeah, but they are all like they're gonna take over. We think. I, I don't. I, I just don't, yeah, don't discount well, River when Clan they because they got they got their deputy. Oh, the drama! I didn't. The I just, drama. She comes back and she's like, "Oh, I literally wow." You guys find out I'm half Thunderclan and this happens? Um, pretty rude. Pretty rude. Well, yeah, there's Firestar who's like, no, I will not let Greystar, like, I I will not replace my deputy. And then Leopardstar was like, oh, Mistyfoot's gone. Hey, Hawk Frost, you wanna like, step I don't up here? Think, I don't think Leopardstar was wrong for, like, choosing a new person. I think she was wrong with her choice. And I think Firestar's yeah, pretty dumb. Yeah, and... Yeah, he... and I think it was definitely, he was the stand-in deputy. Like, he wasn't, like, officially. Yeah, so I think Firestar can do the so... same. Sorry. I know it's a dumb argument, well, but... No, yeah, no, no, I agree. Well, let's see what Firestar does. Well, they will leave. He'll visit RiverClan and ShadowClan to try to persuade them once more, and the cats nod their acceptance. Mousefur steps forward. What about Graystripe? She asks. Whether he's coming back or not, they need a deputy. Someone to carry out his duties as long as he's not here. Dustpelt agrees. He says that Firestar should choose someone young. He looks to Brambleclaw. Someone StarClan clearly approves of. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. Pick Mousefur. Most of the cats were looking at Brambleclaw. Uh-oh. Mousefur and Rain Whisker aren't. Mousefur says Brackenfur has enough experience. Oh. He's young, strong, and earned his warrior name many times over. Rain Whisker agrees. And so does Emberheart. I think Brackenfur would make a great deputy. Yeah, this is a solid choice. Come on, guys. Come on. Why are they talking like this? Graystripe isn't dead. Oh my god, who's Firestar that? spat. Oh my- Firestar! This is why you shouldn't have picked your BFF in the first place. Yeah, really, honestly. Because you can't be objective Gosh. about it. No. But they are right. Someone must carry out his duties. So he does recognize that. And until he returns, senior warriors will share them. Brackenfur will organize hunting patrols. Sandstorm will organize work in the camp. And Brambleclaw will help Firestar convince ShadowClan and RiverClan that they must leave together. Okay. He stalks towards the overhang. Hopefully that's enough. And as he passes... To, like, convince StarClan not to, like, I don't know, send a, a firestorm down on us. Yeah, good luck with that. Oh, God. <laughs> well, as he passes Leafpaw, he calls to her that he'd like to speak to her alone. Firestar asks her if StarClan has spoken to her. She says, no, nothing. Firestar asks angrily, why are they so quiet? Are they trying to say each clan should look after themselves rather than leave the forest together? Mm -hmm. Leafpaw admits that she felt the same way when she was captured. She felt so alone, but she wasn't. Her clanmates came to rescue her. And she assures him that StarClan doesn't have to do anything to keep the clans together. Being one of four clans lies within their hearts. Screw you, Sky Clan. <laughs> we don't know about the them yet, but I mean, technically, like we do, but and the technical the timeline does, but not when they wrote this book. The line that separates them is also the line that connects them. Star Clan knows this. They need to have faith in that connection. Firestar stares at his daughter as if seeing her for the first time. 
He says he wishes she could have known Spotted Leaf. She reminds him of her. Gross. Oh my god, that came out of nowhere. I don't even want to linger on it. Let's keep going. Ashley, do you want to do a cat fact? That disgusted me. One second. Let's get to the end of this so (sighs) you can just be disgusted and then we'll move on. Leafpaw is touched beyond words, but decides that now isn't the time to tell him that Spotted Leaf has spoken to her in dreams many times. Yeah. Yeah, Dad, I know Spotted Leaf. She won't leave me alone. Well, she just... Leafpaw just hopes with all her heart that Spotted Leaf and their other warrior ancestors will come with them when the clans finally abandon the forest. They probably will. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it'll just be Spotted Leaf, our lone god. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Do you want to hit me with a cat fact? Yeah. This is a more low-key cat fact. I'm going to be honest, I haven't had, like, a lot of time to do research because of the wedding. Um, so. Yeah. But it is November now. Um, and if you're in the U.S. and if you're white and Christian, uh, holidays are coming up um, <laughs> for a lot of people. And I was like, oh, not everyone celebrates Thanksgiving, you know. Uh, there's also Indigenous People's Day. Um, and I think it's Indigenous People Native American Heritage Month. Uh, don't fact check me on that. But honestly, uh, I was just going to say, there okay. are other holidays we could observe this month. Um, well, I just want to say, I think Thanksgiving should just be like Pumpkin Day because gourd gourd recognition why day. i love thanksgiving yeah gourd recognition day yeah. because i just want to eat as much pumpkin stuff as yeah, possible yeah i'm fine with having like a family i think we should just change it to uh uh friends family food day the triple f i guess thanksgiving still works because let's be thankful for the people in our lives yeah and just celebrate that all with the colonization history with it yeah and also donate to, like, have good local food. native american uh yeah yeah Obviously. Which is why I think switching it to Native American or Indigenous People's Day is better. Because you can still do this. I just want a day where I can eat. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. No, I think we can can have both. We can have both. We should acknowledge the history of our country in the bad light that it actually is. But also Mm -hmm. acknowledge that we have Pumpkin pie is delicious. Regardless. (laughs) Anyway, what else can we celebrate? Not everyone celebrates Christmas. Um, I think Hanukkah already started. I don't know. I've, I I am not Jewish, so I don't know. Um, I I have no concept of time. Yeah. But I was looking, I'm like, where are the cat holidays, guys? What are the, Where are they? Where are they? So don't worry. I got you. Um, November in particular. Don't even worry about it. November is Adopt-A-Senior Pet Month, guys. Uh, put together by the ASPCA um, and Pet Finder, you know, the best place to browse when you're thinking about adopting a pet. Um, not or just like looking at dogs. Yeah, just like looking at animals and the silly names <sighs> I get. Uh, this was founded by them, you know, because you can actually get a holiday pretty, not pretty easily in the US, but you can like petition to get one. Um, yeah. At least like locally, you can get a national one or like a state recognized one. Um, so they made this holiday to, um, recognize that, hey, senior pets exist. You know, a lot of pets live 10, 15 years old and it's not just kittens and uh, puppies that exist. Yeah. Consider adopting a senior. Uh, Maureen adopted a senior and he, yeah, he was, was a senior boy. Beautiful. Um, a beautiful, beautiful boy. A discount boy. Discount. Of his age. Right. Um, so I looked at where, are, what are the other holidays and- not all of these are, like, nationally recognized. I will try to, like, acknowledge if they're from U.S. only or I think you can still celebrate them uh, or international. But World Cat Day. Everyone get your calendars out. Get your calendars out. World Cat Day is February 17th. All right. Hug World your cat, cat day. day, which is dangerous for some people. Um, yes, very dangerous for me, but such a thrill. June 4th. Um, June 4th. All right. Also, there's a there's a another World Cat Day. If you miss the one in February, there's also International okay. Cat Day on August eighth. Okay. Um, All right. There's also two National Black Cat Days, uh, August seventeenth and 
in November and also October, I think it's also recognized. Okay. So black cats, don't worry. Oh, yeah. They get so much love. Black cats, we got you. National. F- We're just celebrating black cats 24-7. Right. National Feral Cats Day, October 16th. Get it. Oh my gosh, we missed it because that's, I mean, that's basically Warrior Cats Day, right? I don't National Feral Cats Day. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. There's there's also national, there's also another National Cat Day on October 29th. Well, we also missed that. That's okay. Um, yeah, that's okay. Next year. On January 2nd, coming up, there's National Pet Travel Safety Day. So oh, learn how to correctly uh, secure your pets. That was founded by the Pet and Family Lifestyle um uh and a, yeah, I took a, mine on a, a former once. paramedic colleen page she was like hey oh learn how to secure your animal properly um there's yeah, i took mine on a plane i wouldn't let her stay in the cargo hold mm-hmm. she was under my seat by my feet the whole time uh the humane society in uh and also internationally world spay day is the last tuesday of february Heck yeah. yeah. Get your cat spayed. Yes. Cody's house folk. Please. And also, for anyone who has lost a pet, the International Association of Pet Cemeteries, which I didn't know existed, maybe I have to look into them, they, mm-hmm. on the second Sunday in September, is National Pet Memorial Day. So. Aww. Yeah. They remember. So yeah, that's just a couple holidays. Some are coming up. Some have already passed this year, but there's always next year. Um, look into your local yes. countries if you're not in the U.S. or even your local counties might have something. Um, and hey, if you're yeah. like local place, if you have a local shelter that doesn't celebrate, be like, hey, did you guys know that there's a national or international spay day? Like you could, or have them. Maybe if you're you not. should do a cheap spay clinic. Yeah, there are actually when I looked uh, it up, there are a lot of places um, recognizing Senior Pet Day. For like adoptions, so oh, that's good. And you're interested in a senior pet. They say money can't buy happiness, but my boy was sixty three (laughs) dollars. Mine was free. Well, yeah, finding him was free. Everything else was not. Oh yeah, obviously the amount of vet bills Miles racked up over the years. Oh boy, howdy! But uh, initial, I like. I really like it when shelters do age-based prices. I think that's. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Not that like oh, if you need to budget, you should get it. But like, put that towards the meds you're gonna be getting them. <laughs> that money you saved. Put it towards some Cosequin for their joints. Oh. Well, thank you for those pet holidays. The only holidays we really need to celebrate. Woohoo! Are you ready? No, never ready. That's but let's fair. do it anyway. So Firestar had taken Brambleclaw to plead with RiverClan and ShadowClan to leave the forest with them, but they had refused again. And now Firestar is leading a hunting patrol. Squirrelpaw is behind him with Brambleclaw, while Ashfur brought up the rear. They smell a strange cat. A rogue. Oh, jeez. Okay. And the cat... He's probably just lost. He's probably ones that he got out of the thing. It's like, where am I? Well, the cat runs from them, and they give chase. And they chase her to the river clan border. And when Firestar crosses the line... A RiverClan warrior leaps out, snarling. Let me guess. It's Hawk Frost, Bramblestar, Get a job, gas. Hawk Frost. Hawk Frost, you literally have a job now. You have no reason to be a creep Misty, like this. Misty foots back. He's out of a job. Mm. So now he just sits <laughs> at the border waiting for people to cross. Don't wait at the other borders. I'm sure you have a border with ShadowClan. No, they they don't. They do have one with WindClan, though. With WindClan? Yeah. There we go. Go be a freak about that. Firestar steps back over the border, eyes wide, staring at Hawkfrost. Hawkfrost demands to know. Oh, has Firestar not met him? He has seen him, but probably only in the dark. At gatherings. Uh, this is his first time, like, coming face to face in the daylight. Uh, 
was like, oh my god, wait, yikes. You're too hot to just not be <gasps> a normal guy. Hawfrost demands to know what they're doing in RiverClan territory. Firestar says that they're chasing a rogue from ThunderClan territory. And he asks why Hawkfrost would challenge him, but allow a rogue to cross their border. Yeah. Hawkfrost says that his mother will always be welcome in RiverClan territory. <gasps> Firestar stands rigid, staring at mother and son. Sasha says she's heard much about him. It's interesting to meet Firestar at last. Oh my god, was there like pillow talk? Like, I hate this guy. I just hate him. She's and, like, and she's like, oh okay, my god, stop right. talking about Firestar. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. A little obsessed, dude. So you're Sasha, Firestar asks softly. And he looks... He looks as if he was expecting something else. Well, Firestar says she doesn't look like a rogue. And Sasha says he doesn't look like a kitty pet. <laughs> Firestar says he often wondered why a rogue would choose to leave her kits with a clan. Why would a clan make a kitty pet their leader, she countered. Not all cats... He was like, hey, I want you to know that she was, like, really against half-clan cats, so this is actually a pretty jerk thing he did, but also, apparently he didn't consider our clan his clan anymore, he just wanted to take over. Anyway, uh, the guy that you slept with at one point is a jerk. Uh, I don't think we have to, like, challenge that. Also, it's weird that you're, like, defending him. Not all cats are true to their birthrights. Some choose their own path. Not your Firestar son. Firestar asks if she's such a cat. He saw his birthright and was like, I also want to be evil. Maybe, Sasha says. Maybe not. But she hopes her kits are. And she looks to Hawk Frost, a flash of pride in her eyes. Oh, God. Hawk Frost asks if she'll stay with RiverClan a while. They have plenty of prey. He casts a mocking glance at Firestar. What a tool move. Well, Sasha says she won't stay long, but she would like to see Mothwing. Hawkfrost looks to Firestar and says he'll send a patrol to make sure they haven't stolen anything. Firestar says they have no need to steal. He looks to his patrol and tells them to come. Firestar stops his retreat and turns back. He calls out calmly to Sasha. Tigerstar was their father, wasn't he? <laughs> Sasha seems unsurprised. Yes, he was. The ground lurches beneath Squirrelpaw. No wonder her father looked so surprised. Oh, right. Brambleclaw. Leafpaw figured it out. Okay. Yeah. Brambleclaw gasps beside her. Tigerstar was his father, too. Does that mean he has kin in two other clans? Oh my god! Oh crap! Oh my oh god! Oh boy! That's, you didn't know! Hawkfrost looks to- What a way to find out. Through some weird, like, passive-aggressive argument. Well, Hawkfrost looks to him and says he's surprised Brambleclaw hadn't guessed. And Hawkfrost says at least he got to know their father. Brambleclaw retorts that he learned more from Firestar than he ever did from Tigerstar. Yeah, he's like, he was, like, I yeah, I gotta meet him. I'm, like, I don't, not a huge fan. It's weird that you were even slightly jealous of that. He, he sucked hardcore. Did no one tell you he sucked hardcore? Because he sucked hardcore. I'm surprised, I mean, your clan was almost destroyed by him. Yeah. Like, internally. What What is wrong with you? Still, Hawkfrost says, Tigerstar knew him. And he never set eyes on Hawkfrost. And Squirrelpaw feels a pang of sympathy thinking about her relationship with her own father, but pushes it away. There's something about this cat that she oh, doesn't trust. I have trust. a present dad in my life. <laughs> well, Hawkfrost warns them to get away from the border. Firestar leads the patrol back. They caught a pitiful amount of prey. The hungry days were starting to take their toll on Squirrelpaw and Brambleclaw. 
So they're finally starting to look a little scrawny. Firestar tells them that well, they're starting to look bad. No, everybody. Ooh, the rest of the clan's probably oh, yeah, no, they're the rest of the clan's already very bad, but yeah, they're uh, they're starting to feel it. Firestar tells them that he thinks it's best that they don't tell the others what they just learned about Hawkfrost. But shouldn't the clan be prepared in case Squirrelpaw falters? Eh, everyone in case it out. anything happens. Brambleclaw agrees with Firestar. It would be better if the clan didn't know. And Squirrelpaw wonders if it's the clan he wants to protect or himself. Firestar says they shouldn't stir up any unnecessary hostility. Ashford growls. What if he shares his father's ambition to take over the forest? He does, Ashford. He's got it right on the money. Well, Firestar says they shouldn't jump to conclusions. Hawkfrost is no threat to them. And they might need RiverClan's help before this is over. Squirrelpaw tells Ashford not to worry. Hawkfrost is just Hawkfrost. Tigerstar has left nothing in the forest except bad memories. In a couple suns, I guess, dude. <laughs> but yeah. Brambleclaw picks up his squirrel without comment and walks towards Sunning Rocks. Firestar tells Squirrelpaw oh. that he'll be okay. Like, I can't believe I got a brother and he's such a <laughs> I wanted a cool brother. I'm never ever once gonna think about my sister, though. <laughs> Mothwing? Who? Who? Uh, she wasn't actively in front of me. She doesn't exist to me. The rain is pouring by the time they get to Sunning Rocks. And instead of cats huddled in the shelters, the clan is gathered. Moans of sorrow. Mix with the beating of the rain. No. no way. Firestar lets out a startled mew and bounds up to them. No way. Squirrelpaw follows, heart beating in her throat. A small brown shape lay in the center of the cat. Rain pelts it, turning into a pale red stream. Squirrelpaw stares down at the limp, sodden body. And she's too shocked to speak. It's Shrewpaw. Cinderpelt and Leafpaw what? are crouched beside him. Cinderpelt says his neck is broken. He would have died as soon as the oh. two-leg monster hit him. He would have felt no pain. Oh. A desolate cry sounds from the nursery hollow. Ferncloud hurls herself down the slope. And the cats part to let her see her dead kit. What if he's the outside? What have I done to Star Clan that they would steal so much from me? She wailed. Yeah, for real. I mean, I know it's like not Star Clan's fault, but like, well, Leaf. Star Clan could have sent messages a little earlier, though, I think. Leafpaw says it was Two Legs who did this, not Star Clan. Ferncloud sobs. Why didn't Star Clan stop them? And Leafpaw whispers that Starclan is powerless against the two legs, just like they are. Leafpaw calls for Cody, who picks her way over. Wow, you have a lot of answers, don't you? Shut up, kid. Her ribs were beginning to- Sorry, that's, that's how I would react in that situation. Her ribs were beginning to show, but she didn't take any warriors from the hunting patrols to take her home. Cody says the nursery is flooded with rain. She's taken Birchkit to the warrior's den. And she'll take Ferncloud to join him. She's so fucking Cody looks to Ferncloud, who's distraught with grief. And she tells Leafpaw that Birchkit is hungry. She thinks she can give him solid food if she chews it up first. Ferncloud won't be able to feed him herself for a while, the poor thing. Cody and Leafpaw nudge Ferncloud away from her dead kit and to the shelter of the warrior's den. Ashfur offers to bring them prey. Firestar demands to know how this happens. Shrewpaw's mentor Thornclaw says he was with him. He was chasing a pheasant. Firestar asks why didn't he see the monster. Thornclaw repeats that he was chasing a pheasant. It would have fed half the clan. He wasn't being careful. Firestar asks if Thornclaw could have warned him. 
and there's only sorrow in the question. But Thornclaw had been too far away. Spray prey had been so scarce that they'd been splitting up to hunt. Whitepaw says she'll sit with him. She doesn't care that they've been driven from camp. They can still hold a vigil. Thornclaw says he'll join her and presses his nose to Shrewpaw's bloody flank. So, okay, so we have Birchkin spider paw. Birchkin right? spider paw left of Ferncloud and Dustpelt's kids. All within, like, not a very long time. Like, didn't Holly Kit like, just like, die last I know night? There's like a... I mean, that's kind of the, the... And Larch Kit... Two legs are making it uninhabitable for them. Yeah. And Larch Kit died not long before. Like, just a few days earlier. So... The cats file past to say goodbye to their clanmate. Squirrelpaw's heart aches when she reaches him. And she whispers that he was an apprentice in ThunderClan, but he'll be a warrior in StarClan. She pads to the shelter of the trees. Brambleclaw is sitting there, watching her. She can't believe Squirrel... Whoops. She can't believe Shrewpaw is dead, she tells him. I know, Brambleclaw says, twining his tail with hers. Squirrelpaw leans into him. Ferncloud is heartbroken. Brambleclaw assures her that Ferncloud will find comfort in the rest of their clan around her. Squirrelpaw thinks he's talking about something more than just Ferncloud's grief. Brambleclaw says the clan means more to a cat than real kin. Even Tawny Pelt? Squirrelpaw asks. Brambleclaw says she's with ShadowClan. His loyalty to her comes second to ThunderClan. Tawny Pelt understands that. Squirrelpaw asks about Hawkfrost and Mothwing. Does he feel anything for them, knowing that they share a father? Brambleclaw says it doesn't change anything. He's nothing like Hawkfrost. Right? <laughs> right? Squirrelpaw says of course not. No cat would think that. Brambleclaw asks even if the clan finds out what they have in common. Squirrelpaw assures him that ThunderClan will always think of him as a brave, loyal warrior. Brambleclaw thanks her and gives her a quick lick on the cheek. He gets up and he heads towards the river. Squirrelpaw follows as he sits down and stares across the border to RiverClan territory. Look at the river! Squirrelpaw mews in surprise. Brambleclaw asks, what about the river? Squirrelpaw says it's too shallow. The stepping stones are sticking out. After rain like this, they should be nearly covered. And it hasn't been dry enough to justify it being so shallow. And after pouring rain all day, it hasn't swollen at all. Oh, they're damming it, probably. Squirrelpaw says something must be wrong. What are you two up to? Called a familiar voice from the opposite bank. Stormfur wades across the stream, and he asks if, his, if they find it as hard as he does being cooped up in camp after their long journey. Your dad's cooped up. Wow. I'm sorry, we probably should have told you more gently. Uh, your dad got kidnapped. What? Well, Squirrelpaw tells him everything is harder. Shrewpaw died, Whitepaw is sitting vigil, and she wonders if they should be back at camp mourning him. And Brambleclaw assures her that they'll join them soon. Stormfur offers to catch them a fish to take back. But Brambleclaw says they need it. But he doesn't think the clan would accept it. Stormfur says they're easy to catch now that the water has dropped. Squirrelpaw says she was right, something is wrong. Stormfur shrugs, just a dry spell. The rain will get it flowing again. Squirrelpaw met that they met Sasha this morning. Stormfur. Okay, we're gonna mention all of that, but we're not gonna mention... Okay, alright, come on, guys. Stormfur asks, they know Sasha? But says, of course. They met her when they rescued Mistyfoot, when his father was taken. Uh, there we... 
there we go. Squirrelpaw presses herself against him. She's so sorry. How did, does he know? Yeah, Misty, because Mistyfoot was re- was there. Oh, so Misty right. Foot okay. Went Sorry, back I don't know why I thought Misty Foot wouldn't have told no, him. No, yes, of course Misty Foot told him. She she said she owed Greystripe her life, so she probably got back and was like, mm, "Hey, bro." Yeah, I know. It's just that's a lot to assume. Okay. She's like, "You're like a son to me." Whoops. Yeah. You're technically older than my. You're technically younger than my own son, but my own son, I guess, is still an apprentice. Don't know what happened there. Wh- whatever. Moving on. Well, we can stop here. Oh, I say because okay. this is the end of my notes. <laughs> so we've got we've got Stormfur. He they're gonna um chit chat about what's happening. Maybe things in River Clan aren't uh, going as well as they look. Yeah, probably not. They have like a crazy, not crazy. Sorry, they have a unhinged, uh, demoted deputy guy. They have weird passive aggressive Sasha hanging out um which I still love her but oh my god girl that was such a crazy scene between her and Firestar um <laughs> and I like we bookended this with child death beautiful yep warrior cats warrior cats that's the series thank you how about that <laughs> <laughs> well folks if you want to keep in touch with us you can follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at WCWITCast um, and if you want to contact us directly, our email is wcwitcast at gmail.com. And if you want to help with the podcast, the uh, best way you can do that is to share this episode with a friend. Um, maybe don't tell them about all the child death, or maybe do. Yeah, maybe give uh, them a heads up. That's are... always nice. But uh... Yeah, if they're already a fan of Warrior Cast, they like should yeah, know. Yeah, they'll know. Like, you know, if they're not, maybe let them yeah. know. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We very much appreciate it. Because I'm Amber Hart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that?